Hi, I'm Jackson. I'm Lauren. And this is Who It Up? The Mass Singer and Dancer Podcast. Everybody, welcome back to Who Is That? The Mass Singer Podcast. Finale. Season 7. Season 7 finale. Finale. We have a three-way race for the finals. Who will come out victorious? Who will capture the flag? Find out tonight in roughly half an hour. <laughs> or I mean, you've already you probably seen already it. found out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. you found but out who did it. Hear from our mouths in roughly about half an hour. So, uh, hey, if you're listening to this, which you are, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thank or you for welcome being back. here. Welcome back. Probably most of you are welcoming back. But if for some reason we have someone new coming to us. They said, you know what? The finale, this is the first time I want to tune in. A good time to start. Uh, yeah. First off, apologize for that intro. Uh, second, it doesn't get better. <laughs> so uh, just buckle in and uh, we'll have a fun time either way. Um, so yeah, as we so eloquently stated to start, uh, this was the finale. So we have a bunch to talk about. We have five performances to True. talk about uh we have three unmaskings to talk about and we have one finale to talk about <laughs> so yes, um correct. do we have uh we have some housekeeping to talk about before we do that yeah a little bit of housekeeping um so first of all um if you have not already we would really appreciate it if you would rate and review us on apple Podcasts. Or uh, if the podcasting platform that you are listening on allows uh-huh. you to rate and review, that would be fantabulous. Um, ratings help. Reviews help even more in terms of visibility and yeah. that that crafty little algorithm. Yeah. And um, kind words help most of all. That's true. That's true. So yeah, we do have a uh, one frequent reviewer because some uh, some of you like to update your reviews to communicate with that. us, yeah. which is always fun. Um, so we did have someone sort of. I don't know if like they had a new account because their old review is still up, but they uh, created a review and said, hey, I'm actually this person, uh, Lissarin, maybe that's how it's pronounced, I don't know, um, was we'll their other review name. But they reviewed and said, hi, I'm back, this is a new account, and uh, yeah, basically just that they're back. So yes, welcome back. Back, back, back. At, back uh, I think their again. new account is CTW2022, yes. Well, uh, welcome back. CTW 2022. Um, We appreciate it. Uh, We also have a Patreon uh, that will be linked in our description. Uh, So if you want to support us monetarily, which we, of course, enjoy. Yeah, we have uh, all of our stuff on there available at the $1 level. Yeah, Um, all of it. So we have lots of content on there. Uh, Even stuff from our other old podcast. Um, stuff like a lot of stuff from our other old nostalgic podcast, movies paired with uh, grown up beverages and fun stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I think that's all the housekeeping we really have. We have social media at who is that pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, oh, we forgot to live tweet again. And we forgot oh. to live tweet. So as you can tell, we're bad at social media. Um, but, uh, if you'd like to follow us to see our old tweets or Instagram posts, go for it. There's some fun stuff on there. Some fun content. Um, but beyond that, I say we, uh, we dive into this episode. Yeah. Lauren's distracted, if you couldn't tell. All right. Uh, so look, before we talk about the individual performances, let's talk about some general notes. Uh, so we sort of started off this one with like a like a King Kong Godzilla type vibe. Yeah. It felt like three titans preparing for war is what I wrote down. Jackson, Mass Singer Monsterverse crossover. Mass Singer Monsterverse crossover. Interesting. They're going to straight up have King Kong and Godzilla be contestants on next season. Or in the next crossover movie that they have, it's just going to be like... 
T-Pain as the monster. Mass Singer contestants. Yeah, yeah. former Mass Singer contestants. Some of them good. could be pretty scary. That's like true. some of those, some of those. Yeah. I feel like it was, I can't remember which season it was. Maybe season five where we had, or four where we had just a bunch of scary ones. Season one had a lot of scary ones. Season one had, did have Like some Terry scary Bradshaw's ones. The Duck. Duck? No, it was the deer. The deer was scary. The deer was cool. The raven though. was scary. It the was cool. Was scary. The creepy bunny. Creepy bunny. Creepy bunny for sure. So who knows? Uh, comment or uh, send us an email or a review as to which mass singer costume you think would make the best fit in the monsterverse. Yeah. Who do you think could beat Godzilla? Who do you think? True. That's a good point. That's a good point. Imagine them sized up to roughly Godzilla size, though, because otherwise it would be an Otherwise it wouldn't be fair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's jump into our Nick Cannon outfit rating of the week. All right. Turban Nick is back. He's back, folks. He heard our, he heard our cries. <laughs> our, we were like, where is Turban Nick? Bring him back. Cries in the nighttime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So he was back in a, like, kind of cream-colored um, suit. He had a matching scarf. The turban, I think it was kind of like rose goldy or gold underneath and then with like crystals or rhinestones all over the top Mm. there was also a kind of nice gold sort of floral leafy sparkly accent on one shoulder uh no shirt under it but there was a scarf what did you think jackson um i don't know it was nice to see turban nick back i guess because that was the first time we'd seen that in a minute um that was really what stood out to me, if I'm being quite honest with you. Like, I think, like, if it wouldn't have had the turban, like, this outfit would not have uh, popped for me, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know if you share those same feelings, but those are my thoughts. Um, I didn't even write down a rating for this one. Um, I'm going to say... <sighs> I feel like I might be a little harsh on this. A 7.7. 7. Okay. See, it's funny. 7. I was going to give this a 7.5, but that's Whoa. more positive to me than your 7.7 7 is. True. You know what I mean? You have to depend on the scale. Yeah. I give every yeah, movie I relative. see a four-star rating out of five. So yeah. <laughs> that's how you have to know where I'm coming from. But my thought with this is like, while it didn't quite feel as glam as maybe some of the judges were, yep. this felt like like last day of school, I'm going directly to the beach after this. Ooh, interesting. <laughs> that was what it felt like to Nick me. Nick Cannon like, needs he a is break. He's about to be on vacation. <laughs> yes. I mean, look in his eyes. This show has aged him. Yep. I that, buy that and the 15 kids he's had over the past couple of years, probably. I believe it. Not quite I 15. Would, don't I would fact check it. me on that. Don't. Don't fact but, check But a lot. He's no had a lot of checker. kids. Yeah, true. Uh, so what would you rate it then, Lauren? I told you, a 7.5. Oh, I, I thought you said you were going to rate it a 7.5. Well, I meant I'm rating it a 7.5. Gotcha. But again, gotcha. my 7.5 is a Jackson 8.5. Interesting. Interesting how that scale works. Well, we'll, we'll discuss and see if that's proper. But anyways, <laughs> um, other than that, the only other thing I had to comment on was they said um, uh, good, bad, and the ugly again, which for this finale was not true. It was just team good. Uh, yeah. Hashtag massacre rigged. Um, and then other than that, they really jumped straight into it. Like they there really was did. no fluff. There was no final three performance. Like with all of them. I don't think they did that last time. I thought they normally did. Am well, I wrong on they that? have been with the groups, you know, the group, 
like semifinals yeah. or whatever. And I liked when they did it. <laughs> okay. But I, I thought normally there was like a a three person like before there's even any like judging happening. Just the three Oh well yeah, finalists. group number. Yeah, sometimes yeah. they do that. And then sometimes they bring number. out like old people who had lost. Yeah, that's what I, in the I season. feel like that was missing for me this time. We were it, missing some of the camaraderie. Like, cause okay. Do you remember when American Idol was no. really popular <laughs> and they would don't. do the American Idol finale and it was like all these big artists. It was like the Super Bowl. I mean, like mm. these all these big artists would come and like perform new songs on there. Like I remember Edge of Glory got performed for like the first time on an American Idol finale. Wow, that's wild. Yeah. I don't remember that, but that's that's special. Well, it's like, yeah. That's so special. that's what like the American Idol finale used to be like. It wasn't just like the actual people competing. It was an event mm. like the judges who were singing would perform like yeah crazy stuff they they could have used some and of no that longer they could have used a little bit of that even like last season or maybe the season before i think it was last season when they did the duets and like nicole did one yeah and um wait was that not this season no that wasn't this season that was the last season yeah I think it was like the semifinals of last season or something because they did duets, remember? I do remember the duets, but that felt like yesterday to me. <laughs> but it was like one, I think, was with Nicole and the other one was, was with, with Turtle. Robin. With Robin? Okay, wait, I thought, I thought there was another one. one that was with Turtle. There was one with Turtle. Maybe that was prior. I don't know. I don't know. But there were also There ones... were duets, though. There were duets. They happened. Because, yeah, you're right. It was Turtle and um, Bull. Yes, Jesse McCartney and Bull, Jesse by the McCartney. way. McCartney. Did not bring back the turtle costume, which was a bit disappointing at the time. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's one of my favorite at costumes At least without all time, the head on. Like, you're on the Masked Singer. Just come out with a costume. Yeah. Go, God, come, come on. on. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Because Robin performed one. And, right? Maybe there was, like, another one that happened with... I don't and Nicole, remember. And you're right. Nicole did perform. Yeah. And Nicole definitely performed as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I just, know. Like, Maybe I I'm wrong. That. I miss that. Maybe I'm that. wrong. I agree. It felt like... Uh, it we felt more to... like special. Yeah. It felt more like, oh, I'm going to get a glass of champagne and like <laughs> this felt... I don't know. It just didn't feel quite as like climactic, I yeah. guess. I feel like we needed more pomp and circumstance. Yeah. More more ceremony. Yeah. I agree. I definitely do agree. Uh, anyways, but we jump straight into it. So let's jump straight into the performances, shall we? Uh, so the way this one worked, uh, we had three, everyone performed once, one person got eliminated, and then the final two performed again. Uh, actually, and before, they all did clue campaigns yes, they to did. get you to vote for them. Yes, they did. Um, what did you think of this format? The three first elimination, then two. Um, I think it is a shame for the person who came in third that they yeah. prepped a full another song and didn't get to do it. Yeah. You know, because like the showdowns aren't quite as prepped, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's my biggest complaint as well. I would have liked to see all three of them sing twice. Yeah. And I think they had time to do it. I, I don't know. I agree. I, I don't mean, know. they were rushing through it already. They could have just rushed through some of those just final clues and eliminations more. a little more. Yeah, exactly. I don't Come know. I, I just, yeah, I do feel like the third place person... Um, got the the got short, the short end, end of the stick there. Short end of the stick. Drew the, the drew short those, end of the stick. The there. short straw. The uh, anyways. So and let's talk about these performances. We'll yeah. jump into it. First, we had the prince singing "Viva La Vida" by Coldplay. Uh, great song. Great song. Love this song. Uh, what did you think of it? What did you think of the performance? I thought it was he was awesome. He you was know? awesome. I mean, this felt like. It was like, I think that overall tonight, there was maybe a little bit of a lack of finale feeling performances, yeah. if that makes sense. Oh, it so does. So this is probably about the closest to that me we it got. Does. Um, 
this and maybe like the very last performance of the night, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I would almost argue that the first performance from Ringmaster, which we'll talk about, I kind of gave a spoiler there on one of the people to advance. Uh, However, you probably knew that that person was going to advance just by watching the rest of the the, uh, early part of the season. But... I, I do feel like that one was probably the the most finale for me. Um, I wrote down, I wasn't sure if this felt like a finale song. Um, it, it, like, towards the end, he got a chance to, like, really show off his voice. But I wouldn't say this is my favorite Toad Prince performance. You know what I'm saying? He's not a Toad. You know what I'm saying? He's a frog. He's a Toad Prince. But that's prince. not in the name. He's just the Prince. He's a Toad Prince. Jackson. They, Lauren, there was already a frog on The Masked Singer. Would they bring back another frog? Jackson, they have they've had like three monsters. And they all called them monsters. As some variation of monster. For them not to have said frog prince. Well, they didn't call him Toad Prince. Well, I am. Anyways, um, I agree. I, I thought it was great. I thought he sounded great. I loved the song. I liked the production value. Um, yeah. especially towards the end, it really it really shined. But uh yeah. I don't think it like I said, it was not my favorite toad prince performance it wasn't it wasn't i did i told jackson this i experienced a twinge of fear after all those glee clues and hearing this song where i was like dear god could this be matthew morrison and it turns out it was because no it was not it was not it was not matthew morrison slight spoiler toad wasn't matthew morrison the prince wasn't matthew morrison (laughs) i've shortened it from prince well i was literally going back in my head i was like have we ever seen a shoe in his clues ever Actually, uh, that would have made it all worth it. That would have sealed the deal. Would have made it all worth it if uh, if Toad Prince was Matthew Morrison. Anyway, some of the clues that we saw... Um, see, I wrote down Mass Singer City Hall, but that turned out to be in all of them. Yes. Um, and the vote for... The yes, the vote people. for... That yada, happened yada, in yada. all of them as well. Uh, he had a button that said Glee Club Alumni. Yes, a lot of Glee hints here. A lot of Glee hints. There was Ryan Murphy with an American flag in the background, yes. so kind of American Once horror again, story Once again, creator vibes. of Glee. Um, there was a street sign that said Broadway. There was a picture of a cat. And there was talking something talking about who's voting for love. I will lead you to love. Yeah. A vote for me is a vote for love, I exactly. believe. That's what exactly. was technically said. Uh, um, also, Ben Platt was guest again. Spoiler, yeah. it also wasn't Ben Platt. Spoiler. Um, Spoiler. However, you know, I will say the reasoning to get to Ben Platt was good. It's just, it's not Ben Platt. It's not, yeah. Locally, it's not Ben Platt. Yeah. I ironically think Ben Platt thinks too highly of himself to be on The Mass Singer. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. Um, ben Platt, come on the pod to discuss. Ben Platt. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Then we can talk about the Dear Evan Hansen movie. Okay. Um, next we have, I guess that's all we have to say, right? We can't really talk about who it is. I mean, yeah. Not yet, anyway. Because um, we will talk about who everyone is. Uh, but moving on to performance number two, Firefly saying Bad Girl by Usher. Man, what a waste. Firefly never saying Firefly. And I don't think she ever even came out That's to wild. Firefly. No, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, well. <laughs> um, but yes, Firefly saying Bad Girl by Usher, and it was very good. Now there yeah. was a little bit of weirdness cool. going on, and I noticed this during um like later in the show as well, where she was sort of hanging on to the like the chainmail looking part of like yeah. her mask around the neck. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if that was just a thing of like maybe it was irritating her face or her neck. She didn't want it that close to her face. Or maybe she felt like it was about to come off. I don't know. Yeah. But that was just interesting seeing that happen. It was. Yeah. I definitely noticed that as well. Just like the head portion of this. I don't know. Just like the way the head and the neck connected to the rest of the body did not seem as well structured maybe as yeah. some of the other costumes have been. Yeah. Um, 
I agree that this was very good. And I think this was like very much in her genre. Yeah. Like something that, that she sings well and does well. But it did feel like in Not a similar a way. performance. Yeah. There wasn't like one super shining moment. And that's kind of just like. Like you mentioned before, Lauren, she said this to me. You all didn't get to hear it. We have conversations on our own. Sorry about it. <laughs> but um, how R&B isn't necessarily a genre that always has those like super those shining moments, show off moments, big belty type moments. It's not necessarily like that. So like for the genre, I think she hit it out of the park. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, Firefly had the unfortunate disadvantage and like not necessarily to the studio audience, but to us at home where we haven't heard Firefly in like six weeks. That's a very good point. It's been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really think that for us to really be like impressed, because, you know, we'd even talked about like other people who maybe might have ended up in the finals, possibly even in place of Firefly. Mm hmm. Um, just because like, I feel like from what we saw of Firefly and yeah, maybe it's just this person's genre. Like there aren't a ton of super show off moments compared to our other contestants and previous winners and, you know, previous finalists and all that kind of good stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I thought this was good. It just didn't feel like I felt like Firefly unfortunately had the burden of really having to knock it out of the park to impress us because we haven't seen Firefly for so long. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree with that statement. Um, let's talk about their clue campaign for Firefly. Clues. Uh, so there was a, a child's basketball hoop. Uh, there was a button with Firefly's face on it, I think. I don't know. Um, said that she had to face her fears and come out of retirement. Uh, there was like piano keys. Not an actual piano, but someone holding up a sign that had piano keys. Uh, said shine bright again. I wrote that down. And then uh, five, six, seven, eight with the seven bolded. Yeah. She also said, uh, I refuse to fade away. Yes. Fade, fade. And there was and a, said, a faded M on a TV. Yes. She also said, um, never give up on Firefly and I'll never give up on you. Yes, good point. Um, Yeah, I think that's all we have to say about Firefly right now. So let's move on to our final first section of the performance tonight. (laughs) Ringmaster sang Gravity. Gravity! Not Not by John Mayer. Not that Gravity. By Sarah Bareilles. I don't even know if that was good or right, but uh, it was that version of Gravity by yeah. Sarah Bareilles. I love this song. As soon as like that came up on the screen, Jackson and I were both like, <gasps> "Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah." Um, I think this was my favorite performance of the night. If I gotta I be honest, would if agree. I gotta be honest. I think she did kind of go for a note at the end there that she didn't quite have, but sometimes uh, you just gotta go for it. I didn't you know? notice it. I, I, whether it was willful or whether I wasn't paying attention, but I I really thought she did a great job. Like there was that one kind of moment, but you know, sometimes that just happens when you sing live, especially since, um, the person who was revealed is not necessarily known for singing as her number one thing. That's true. Um, Spoiler. Well, you know, I I know everyone Um, gets revealed. eh? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I thought she did a really great job and I agree. This probably was my favorite performance of the night. Yeah. I think it was certainly for me. Um, yeah, this one really felt like out of all the performances that, like, I mean, I guess with Firefly's performance, obviously her voice was shown off, but, like, there was not much production going on with this one. Like, it was very much, like, 
let Ringmaster just sing. And Bark I appreciate and it. Put some fog on the stage. Put some fog. I love a good fog in a performance. And you know, that dress is big enough. You don't really need anything else. That's true. It mostly takes up the whole stage by itself. So, uh, Gravity by Sarah Bareilles, uh, underneath that Ringmaster, um, like when Michael Scott said the Wayne Gretzky quote, and then he put Wayne Gretzky <laughs> and then himself underneath. Yep. Verbal meme. Uh, great performance. Favorite of the night. Great performance. All right. Let's talk about some clues. Give it to us, Lauren. Give us the clues. All right. So first, there was a badge with a horse on it with a broken heart. Oh. Um, she talked about, as a young ringmaster, she was passionate about music more than anything else. We saw a necklace with a giant 80 on it. Yep. We saw a picture of Simon Cowell. And then we saw a mouse in a like Disney princess dress looked like Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. That's true. Seemed to imply Disney Mickey Mouse princesses. And it turns out it was Selena Gomez. Yeah. Kidding. Well, it was kind of funny. In the clues, like, um, Nicole guessed Haley, or no, Nicole guessed Lucy Hale, because that's right, there was also Hale in the, yes. in the clue package. Yes. Um, Wait, in this package or in an old package? I don't know. They just kept talking about Hale. I they didn't remember seeing Hale in this clue package, but... I mean, I could have missed it. I was writing. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Nicole guessed Lucy Hale and was saying, oh, yeah, she was on Wizards of Waverly Place. And I was like, I think she's thinking about Selena Gomez. Let me look up Lucy Hale just to see if she was. Just to see if she was in, yeah, Wizards of Waverly Place. That would be crazy if she was. Okay, she was in two episodes as Miranda. Okay, but that's not enough. I think she was confusing her with Selena Gomez, and they left it in there because she wasn't technically wrong. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, they didn't cut it out because she was technically in Wizards of Waverly Place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wow, she had she was in an episode of Ned C. Classified. She was in an episode of Drake and Josh. Oh yeah. Uh, She was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants too. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, though. Any hoot. um, But yeah, I did always think when I was watching like Pretty Little Liars that she did look a lot like Selena Gomez. Yeah. Similar vibes. Similar, Similar vibes. vibes. Um, it turns out uh, she was not Lucy Hale, by the way. Yes. By Otherwise, way. we would not be talking about it. But True. yeah, they guessed a lot of people with variations of Hale in their names. Yeah. yeah. Whether it was, yeah, Haley Hale, Steinfeld, Steinfeld was another guest. And... Lucy Hale. Exactly. Uh, but then. Any hoot. Our first round was over and our first contestant was eliminated. So at this point, Lauren and I were like, well, you know, Ringmaster's got to make it, right? So and, it's like, the prince has got to make it. Toad Prince and Firefly, and, you know, we love Toad Prince, and, like, you know, Firefly had some up and downs throughout the season, and, you know, didn't have a really, like, specific moment, you know, so it's probably going to be Toad Prince and Ringmaster in, in the final, singing it out. Eh, wrong. We were incorrect on that thought. Lauren, who got third place on this season of The Masked Singer? Um, the prince. Uh, Toad Prince. It was the prince. third place on this season of The Masked Singer, which... Frankly, shocks me. Just makes me a little sad. I was shocked. It makes me a little sad. I was so sad. Toad Prince was probably my favorite contestant this season of The Masked Singer. Besides Thingamabob. I did really like Thingamabob. Um... Um, reach out to us in a review or a tweet or an email if you think that Jackson calling the Prince Toad Prince made him lose. Yeah. Because well, I think that's what happened. Maybe. Um, but it, it felt weird to me because I really felt like Toad Prince was a shoe in for at least second place. Oh, and for sure. It threw me off. It really did. And it's hard to tell whether it was like recency bias. Because what, like you said, we haven't seen Remaster for two months. You mean you know? Firefly? Firefly for two months. Ringmaster for one. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's tough. It I, is. I don't it know. is tough. It's really tough, and which is why I think the format is uh, incorrect, Mass Singer. But no, what I mean, like, granted, obviously, like they showed performances from all these people on Road to the Finals, and I think that's part yeah. of what that episode was for, which. We did decide not to cover because we were like, they're not adding anything new. Yeah. So, you know, I think that is like one thing that's helpful on that front. I guess. But I don't know. It's still, I guess it's still just like, it probably is partly a recency thing of like. Recency bias. We had this all. It's but real. Yeah, I don't know. I just really thought that whether it was, honestly, whether it was Ringmaster or Firefly who was eliminated, even though I did think it was going to be Firefly. Um, I thought that Prince was going to be in the top two for sure. I did too. It, uh, I, this is not to take away anything from Ringmaster or Firefly, by the way. Especially not Firefly, because I know we're, the, we're saying that Firefly should have gotten out. But it's just tough, and I think it's it's a shame too, because that meant we didn't get to see, um, as you call him, Prince, sing. Uh, you the know, there's Prince, a, not uh, Prince. What? It's the Prince. Prince is... Okay. Um, unfortunately, no longer with us. Yeah, I was going to say, there's someone else who's called Prince Lauren, who I think we should respect on this show. So that's why I call this person Toad This Prince. person is the Prince. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's move on. I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's okay, move so on. moving forward, we had Ringmaster Wait, and do we, Firefly. Do we, do we say who Toad Prince is now, like they did on the show? Oh, yeah, I guess we should. I guess we should. Uh, so, Toad Prince was... Ben Platt! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was Cheyenne Jackson. Yes. Um, someone who uh, a couple of people had brought up to us as being a possibility. Um, Emmy and Grammy winner? Did they say that? I think so. Did they say that? Yeah. Emmy and Grammy winner Cheyenne Jackson. Uh, talented singer. I believe also actor, correct? Yeah, big Broadway guy. Big has Broadway done like guy. nine Broadway shows apparently, which makes it even worse that I did not know who this was. Yeah. Um, Whoops. Lauren, uh, Lauren whiffed on this. Yeah, Lauren whiffed. My BFA in musical theater not coming in handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. It's a shame. Wow. He's he was born in 1975. 25. He's 47, or he's gonna be 47 uh, this year. He looked 47. Do you think so? Yeah. I think he looks. He looks a, he like 47. a good 47 though. I mean, he still looks good, but you know, he was a little gray, had some wrinkles. Like I could see 47 for sure. I guess. I guess. Like not in those pictures. Those are edited. <laughs> Okay. Don't look at Google Images. Well, he was also like underneath a, a very hot mask and had to perform, so it probably wasn't his best look. Okay. Anyways, I digress. I digress. Um, great, great performances. Um, really liked uh, Toad Prince being on The Masked Singer. Uh, yeah, if and we you know, he kind of talked about like, oh, since he started doing more TV, mm-hmm. he feels like he hasn't been able to sing as much and be known for singing as much. His so mother that was why he wanted to do the mask. Has singer. mentioned some things about that. Yeah. So uh, I hope you're happy, Cheyenne Jackson's mother. All right, <laughs> let's move on uh, to yeah our showdown. Though they didn't really call it a showdown, right? They just sort of no. Well, the last time Firefly had to do a showdown, she stormed out. Mm, uh oh i didn't know if we were gonna mention it but we did i mean i don't know it's kind of like they do get paid to be there they do and it it is a competition thing i don't know if you can get your feelings too hurt i kind of agree anyways uh we'll not talk about that yet we'll wait to talk about that again when we talk about who this is um but um so we had a showdown between Ringmaster and Firefly. Uh, the first one to perform this was Firefly, who sang Lost Without You. Now, if you hear that, and you don't know who that's by, I'll give you 
uh, a hint. It's a song from one of the judges on The Masked Singer. And that judge was Robin Thicke. Lost Without You by Robin Thicke. Um, what do you think? I thought that um, she did a great job. I, I think mean, so too. this was a really great performance. I think so I too. liked the cube set. I was like, is this a Fortnite clue? Cube set. Uh, real Fortniters will get it. <laughs> <laughs> or people who were around. What season was that? Rip Kevin. Um, s- chapter 2, Season 8? Chapter 2, Season 8 was when it came back. Um, oh, it originally right. came out in like before. Chapter 1, Kevin. Rip okay. Kevin. Um, Kevin. That's what they called the cube. Okay. But, I'm not a real Fortniter, clearly. Clearly. But anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was a really great performance. I agree. Um, it was funny hearing Robin talk about like, oh, how like deep this song is, because I didn't think like, the lyrics were that deep, which is not at all a dig at Firefly. It's just a dig at Robin. Sure, sure. Um, because he was like, This song has to be done from the inside out. And yeah. like <laughs> maybe just the emotions, the feeling. Sure. That, well, and I think she brought definitely with. she came to it from an emotional place. Yeah, you for know, sure. which was awesome. For sure. Um so yeah, I thought she did a really great job, and this was definitely felt like it was in her wheelhouse. Yeah. I wish that she would have again done a more like upbeat show offy song as her first song. Yeah. And made this her ballad. Because yeah. I think this definitely was a great song to do for your second song on the finale. Yeah. And it, the two songs that she sang were, like, similar. Yeah, kind of similar. I think the first song was definitely a little more, like, fun. Yeah. But both, you know, I think just that genre is pretty mellow. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And she definitely seems to feel comfortable in that space yeah. of being mellow. Um. What do we think about singing a song by one of the judges for the finale? <laughs> so just overall, it was just kind of a thing of like she did a great job. Yeah, but I feel like that does give you a little bit of an asterisk <laughs> if you do win and do that. Yeah, yeah. Because like, is that judge just gonna not vote for the person who did their song yeah. and got them royalty money? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I mean, I know, I remember at one point there was someone on, I think, The Voice who did, um, oh, why can't I remember his name? They did they did Forget You. No, they did Forget You. Oh, CeeLo Green. Yes, CeeLo Green. Yeah. I was like, LL Cool J. He's not LL Cool J. Not even a little bit. Not even close. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so I remember someone who auditioned for The Voice did Forget You, and then they didn't let him on the show. Oops. And because, but he didn't do it as well. But you know, this is someone who is who doing Robin well. Thicke's song very well. Yeah, good points. I don't know. It's like on one hand, this person did say, "Oh, this song means a lot to her. It's sure. emotional for her." And I, sure. I do believe that it is like an important song to her outside of the context of the show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just don't know. We don't really have that, and since so it's not really a conventional competition show where there's real like stake in the game and money being won and that's stuff like true, that. That's true, I guess. That's true. It's, I feel like all the, a lot of the rules about fairness don't apply as much with this. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't it just know. Feels, it just feels it strange. It felt a little weird. It feels strange it, to me. It felt like that should be something that's done more of like an event. Like everyone does a song by one of the judges. That would be know? fun. That would be fun. I agree. That would be now, a lot I don't of know fun. what song you would do for Jenny McCarthy or Ken. <laughs> but true. you could do, you know, Pussycat Dolls and um, Robin... Yeah, songs. for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I don't necessarily, like, hate that it happened. You know, like, I'm not going to go up in arms about it. I think that if this were a competition where, again, it was, like, there were real a stakes. life-changing thing, a life-changing amount of money or, like, American Idol, the record deal, yeah. stuff like that, 
then there would be much more of a question of fairness and like that would really probably sure. taint your record if you did something like that. Sure. But I don't think that's necessarily the case for The Masked yeah. Singer where, again, it's not like life-changing if you win. Yeah. Because I think, obviously, we talk a lot about on this show how for some artists it can sort of revamp their career and make you see them in a new light. However, at the end of the day, these people are all celebrities and will probably be fine after this whether yeah. they win or not. Well, it's also too... So good for them. At this point, they all made it to the finale. Yep. The only person who lost an extra performance was the prince. True, true. So at this point in the game, between the final two, they each got to perform the same amount of times. Yeah. And I think they got the same amount of visibility. Yeah. So yeah, winning versus being the runner-up is not as big of a deal sure. for this show. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Now moving on to our I final performance of the long. evening. And that's okay. People listen to hear us talk, Lauren. Well, uh, whether they <laughs> intentionally do so or not. Um, Ringmaster, final performance of the night, Waking Up in Vegas by Katy Perry. This was so good. This was fun. This was upbeat. This was a great contrast to her first performance. Um, this is someone who has watched The Mass Singer and yeah. knows how the finale is <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah, this is a Mass Singer stand. Yeah. We got him right here. <laughs> it was me. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. I wrote down... After this, well, uh, first off, I love the production of this as well. I thought it was very fun. I thought it matched yeah, well. Yeah, like Vegas kind of dancers, yeah. little big feather things. Yeah, and I think it worked well. I wrote down, and by wrote down, I mean typed. Anytime I say wrote down, I mean typed. <laughs> uh, Ringmaster has this one. Has to. Has to. That's what I wrote down. I literally thought this performance was like as good as the Katy Perry version. Yeah. It was so good. I And she has like so much stage presence. Yeah. She does. Let's talk about um who won and who yeah, got in second so place. So it came down to the final two. You know, Ringmaster finished her performance and then they called Firefly back out to the stage and did the final vote for the As winner of the Mass Singer season seven. As they always do. And you can probably already kind of tell from the I guess surprise <laughs> in our voice. The dramatics. Yeah, of the, it all. the dramatics of it all. That the winner of season seven of The Mass Singer was Firefly. Firefly. Woo. So, A, congratulations to Firefly. Very big, very big props. Uh, we will get to you in one second. Let's yeah. talk about our runner-up, though. Ringmaster. Yes. Okay, Thoughts so Ringmaster... Well, should we just go ahead and talk about who Ringmaster was? Uh, sure. Okay. So Ringmaster was... <laughs> Haley Arantia. Steinfeld. Oh. Oh, nope. Arantia. Different Haley. So it was Hale. the Hale. Hale it was Hale. Yeah, still. that was it. That was okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. Well, and you know, like Haley Arantia was someone who multiple people, because this was a very popular guest, um, had reached out to us about it was in and the said ether. they think it's Haley Arantia. Um, she is most well known for being in the Goldbergs, but as she discussed, which Nicole did not remember, oh, no. um, when she talked about, oh, Nicole, nice to see you again, it was because she had auditioned for. X Factor and had been put into a country girl group. So I guess yeah. that was the horse broken heart thing. Um, I guess. On X Factor and the Simon Cowell thing when Nicole was a judge. And yeah. she didn't interact with Nicole a lot, but I guess she <laughs> did. And Nicole did not remember. Well, no, she said she didn't interact with Nicole a lot. Yeah. She, cause, for, cause sure, for sure. Because someone else was hers. Paula was Paula. her. Paula was hers. Um, her coach. It was just funny because when they were showing Nicole. Nicole was like, she was like, yeah. 
Well, and yes. like you could like I thought she did a good job of like saving face, but you could but tell. But you could see like the the blankness behind her eyes of like I have no idea. The wheels were turning as hard as like they're smoking, smoking inside the of her brain. The wheels were grinding against nothing. Like yeah. there was nothing for them to grip onto. Yeah. Um it was funny. It was kind of funny. But um She was like, you let's know. just say I was lovely to you. Yeah, and... Nicole knows a lot of people. Yeah. Anyways. No, and it's like, yeah, I can't hold that against her because this is one of many X Factor contestants, but Precisely. it was it was kind of funny. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh but anyways, uh so I thought this was really cool because once again, this was someone who's primarily known for acting and we got to see them hear them sing and they had an amazing voice. Yeah. And easily could have won this season. Yeah. In my opinion, maybe. You know, honestly, when they threw out all the X Factor clues, I went back to my old guess of uh, Carly Rose Son and Claire. Oh. Or Claire. I don't know. (laughs) Carly Rose Son and Claire. Claire. Yeah. Um, Because I was like, she'd be the right age. She sounds like this. Famous for X Factor. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it wasn't her. Mm. It wasn't. But it was a Haley. So that Hale clue really (laughs) did a lot of the heavy lifting, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out. Yeah. Uh, Do we have anything else to say about Ringmaster? I don't think I do, except, uh, you know, see you on the other side. Sad that that giant oh costume isn't going to be in the winner's <laughs> Sounds hallway Sounds like they're dead, now. Lord. See you on the other side. Jesus. I see you on the other side. Eliza's on the I'm other side. Extra on the Goldbergs, I guess. True. There you go. Lauren's been an extra multiple times on the Goldbergs. Oh, don't talk about that. Watch out. You just I brought it, it up. Eliza's on the other side. What is that a reference to? Okay, Lynn Manuel. Yes, you knew it. You knew it. I think it was a pretty good impression. Um... <laughs> All right, so now we are down, as we mentioned before, to our winner of season seven of The Masked Singer, Firefly. Do we want to talk about who Firefly was? Sure. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this was a guest that was also a pretty popular guest. I think we sort of also came around to the conclusion that it was this person by the end of group one, which was, again, like two months ago. Yes, Um, yes. Yeah, so yeah, we did co-op that guest, and it did turn out to be this person. It was uh, Tiana Taylor. Yes. So yeah, they Tiana talked about uh, Pharrell Williams was the one who signed her. That was a big clue. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly R&B singer. Um, she's not someone I'm familiar with, but that's also not a genre I'm super familiar with in general. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good for her. And I will say, all the stuff we've been saying about Firefly being kind of our, I guess, our like dark horse contestant this season um, in the finale... Um. Wait. Yeah. What? Go Why ahead. Did you just look at me. Oh, sorry. I was just not looking at you, and oh, then I decided okay. to look at okay. you. I'm sorry. Sorry, that felt pointed. <laughs> no. Um. This. I'm sure this is great for all the people who can't see us. Yes. <laughs> um. But no, we don't want you to take any of that to mean that we don't think Firefly is talented because Firefly yes. does have an incredible voice. Yeah. I think that it's my sort of. I don't know. Thing has more of been. Oh well. Usually, people on the Mass Singer do this for the finale. They do one upbeat, they do one battle, they show yeah, off true. a lot of versatility. True. And I don't think we saw a lot of versatility from Firefly throughout her whole run, but what she does, she does really well, yeah. you know? And I think that there's something to be said for changing up the way things are done. So, yeah, this was definitely um, a different style than what we've seen for other contestants mm-hmm. um, who have won, but I thought she still did a great job yeah so yeah and I think, i'm glad we got to see her again i think it's group one. yeah totally 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 i think it's tough too because once again recency bias we haven't seen firefly in two months you know it's hard um you know looking back on the season though it it, it does 
kind of feel like Firefly got a bit of that uh, championship champion edit, if you will. Uh, we had the whole uh, the adversity of, uh, you know, almost collapsing on stage. We had the adversity of the showdown and having to fight for her life, which she was not happy about at the time. But then coming back, winning, and then eventually winning the whole thing, you know? Yeah. It's a cool story. It's a fun story. In, in a season where, like... There weren't a lot of stories because there weren't a ton of through lines because it was kind of broken up. Yeah, just the structure yeah. wise, if that makes sense. That's true. Um, so yeah, Firefly c- definitely brought the most uh, TV drama aside from. It's a good point. RG. Yes, yes. Got to go for the ratings, as mm, mm, someone from Vox said. Mm, yep, yep, yep. They did. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't think. No. Um, I'm don't good. need to give that man more airtime, uh, in my opinion. But. Yeah. Yeah, Firefly's our winner. Congrats, and that Firefly. Is season seven. In the Masked Singer Hall of Fame. Uh, a season to be remembered, for sure. A lot of wild things happened. Yeah. <laughs> this season, Definitely. for sure. No Muppets, unfortunately. But, there uh, are Muppets on Holy Moly now, though. There are Muppets so, on Holy Moly. You know. Another show Lauren has been in. <laughs> yeah. Making the rounds on reality TV, Just Lauren. Making the rounds, you making know. Making the rounds. Um, yeah. Anything else? I think that's about it. So, okay. yeah, thank you so much for sticking around and oh. for listening to our show. Also, uh, Mass Singer officially renewed for another season. Yes, that by the is way. true. It so, is renewed for our season eight. So, good news on that front for all you Mass Singer fans, which I'm assuming all of you are. <laughs> Unless you just so. really like us for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. We're pretty cool. I don't know. Unless we're you're like right. my mom. I don't know if she'd be a Mass Singer contestant. Or contestant. contestant, wow. I don't know if she'd be a Mass Singer fan if not for this show. What so, do you, you think? Know, we won one over. What do you think your mom would sing if she was on the Mass Singer? Oh, man. It's like I feel like most of what I've grown up hearing her sing was VeggieTales songs, I was literally Girl th- Scout songs, literally preschool songs. Literally thinking a VeggieTales song. <laughs> what would be a good... The Bunny song. That would be funny if she sang that. She'd do the bunny, the bunny. Oh, I love the bunny. That would be yeah, hilarious. That would be a good one. All right, Lauren's I'll, mom. I'll run that by her, except yeah. she's probably already heard this. So, exactly. Uh, come on the pod to discuss mom. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's all we have, though. Um, so, season seven, that's finale, it. and Finn. Yep. And right. thank you for listening yes, to, to Who Is That? The Mass Singer Podcast. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs>